0: From Ireland. I live in Canada. I hike mountains and I teach English. But most of all, I am the host of this beautiful English language podcast. The Little Seal English Podcast is designed to expose you to real English in use, expose you to useful English, expose you to relevant English, and of course, To make you laugh and have fun when learning. In this podcast, you will learn English and a whole bunch more. If you are interested in transcripts, check out my website. If you're interested in English courses, check out my website. If you're interested in complaining, check out my website. And if you're interested in learning more about Ronan, our little seal English, check out my website, www.littlesealenglish.com. All right, I think we've covered everything. Let's dive straight into this podcast. I hope you enjoy. Welcome to the Business English Podcast. Today we are going to examine different idiomatic expressions that we can use in relation to Business English. An idiom is a group of words that are not taken literal. It's a figurative expression that usually means something different than what was said. We use these an awful lot in English, and today we're going to examine five of them. In this podcast, we are going to learn five new idioms or words, which are, number one, to blow it. Number two, to bomb. Number three, bullish. Number four, call the shots. Number five, make a killing. By the end of this podcast you will know what those words mean inside out. Here are some questions just to get you thinking. Question number one. Have you ever blown an opportunity? What was it? Number two. Can you think of a business or product that bombed in your country? Number three what career is ideal for a bullish person number 4 do you like the responsibility of calling the shots number 5 how how can i make a killing can you answer those questions if not You will be able to answer those questions at the end of this podcast. Okay, so here are just some thoughts of mine in relation to those questions using the key idiomatic words and expressions. So, like, my name's Ronan, and I don't think I've ever blown a major opportunity. Um, However, I did blow my driving test twice, and that kind of sucked. However, I have a friend who blew his driving test uh, 12 times, and that's no joke. So, I finally passed my driving test on the third time, but I blew it twice. Um, I'm not really able to think of a company or product that bombed in my country right now. Um, Nothing is coming to mind. But I can tell you that there has been a lot of companies in my country that have become incredibly successful when people said they would bomb. For example, um Ballygown. Ballygown is a water a bottled water company in Ireland. And when they launched, people laughed at them. People said that they were going to bomb. People said they would not be successful. However, they're now one of the biggest companies in the country. So despite everyone saying this company was going to bomb they became incredibly successful. The third question was asking about a career that is ideal for a bullish person. And I mean, off the top of my head, I think, what, politics is probably a good career for a bullish person? Um, some sort of management, like maybe a CEO position of a big company? So that's in my opinion, anyways. Number four was asking about If I would like the responsibility of calling the shots. And I guess it just depends on what the situation and what the context is. I don't mind calling the shots if it is deciding where to go eat pizza. Or where to go eat out tonight. Or what bar to go to. That's easy. I'll gladly call the shots there. But I've never really had a business position where I've had to call the shots. You know, I've always worked in education. So I guess I get to call the shots in my classroom. That's good. But... I would like to have more responsibility and I would like to be able to call the shots at some of the schools I've worked at in the past. That would have been nice. But I didn't. And number five was asking, how can I make a killing? Wow. Well, where to begin? Number one, don't be a teacher if you want to make a killing. Number two, uh, you could start selling drugs. That's a very easy way to make a killing, but extremely risky. And you put yourself um, against the law in that situation. So, in terms of making a killing, legally, I guess trading, stock market, something along those lines. Alright, so they were just some thoughts that I had about those questions. I wonder if my opinion is the same or different to your opinion. You know, one thing I really do encourage you is to pause the podcast and really try to think of answers for those questions, numbers 1 to 5. And really try to... um, Even just make up something, you know, invent a fake story if you have to. But try to use the expression in your answer. Anyways, now we're going to look at them all in a little more detail. So just to get started, here are some sentences using the idiomatic expressions that we're going to learn today. Number one, David lost the deal... Because of his poor communication skills. He really blew it. Number two. Our new product did very well on the domestic market, but it really bombed abroad. Number three. Joanne is very bullish about the company's future. She thinks we'll eventually dominate the market. Number four. The manager is the one who calls the shots around here. The workers' opinions don't count. And number five. Even during the pandemic, some of the big companies were able to make a killing. Did you know that Jeff Bezos made about $75 billion during the pandemic? All right, folks, so those were some sentences using the key idiomatic expressions for this podcast. Number one, to blow it. Number two, to bomb. Number three, bullish. Number four, call the shots. And number five, make a killing. All right, let's look into those in detail, shall we? Number one was... David lost the deal because of his poor communication skills. He really blew it. And in number one, the idiomatic expression or idiomatic word is to blow it. To blow something. B-L-O-W. If you blow something, you fail at something. You miss an opportunity. We spoke about David and how he lost a deal because of his poor communication skills. That means that David wasn't successful. And if a person is not successful, you can say they blew it. To blow it is to make a mistake with something. It means that you did not take advantage of an opportunity. You had an opportunity to do something and you failed. You can fail by doing the wrong thing. making a mistake or just not taking an opportunity at all so imagine you have an opportunity to do something great and you fail you fail to do it you fail to even try you can say we blew it here's some more examples with blew it Number one, I really blew it when I turned down the job offer, didn't I? Number two, I blew my job interview. I arrived ten minutes late. Number three, I can't believe I blew my date with Sarah. I had no idea she was allergic to seafood. Number four. If you're not careful, you're going to blow it. Pay attention next time. Number five. How did my driving test go? I blew it. I hit a cat. Number seven. My friend Jim has blown his driving test 12 times. And guys, that's not a joke. He literally failed 12 times. Number eight. Whatever you do, don't blow it. You have one opportunity to meet her parents for the very first time. Don't blow it. That's an interesting one. How do you think you could blow meeting a partner's parents for the very first time. There are many ways that that could be done, let me tell you that. But overall, ladies and gentlemen, if you blow something, you kind of fail to take an opportunity to capitalize on something. You know, we can use it in sports quite a bit. You might say, oh, the football player blew an opportunity, or they blew the penalty. England blew the Euros, they almost won? They could have won, but they didn't win. So if you blow something, you fail at something. You miss an opportunity for something. In this example, David lost the deal because of his poor communication skills. He blew it. He blew the deal. He failed to get it. Okay, the next one was number two. And the sentence was, Our new product did very well on our home market, but it really bombed abroad. And of course, the idiomatic expression or idiomatic verb or idiomatic word in that one is to bomb. B-O-M-B To bomb is a verb. In regular English, to bomb means to plant an explosive device. But when we're talking about business English, we mean to fail. And not just to fail, but to fail spectacularly. Like to fail in the worst way imaginable. If something bombs... It is not one bit successful. It is a flop. There is nothing positive about it. Here's some examples of things that bombed in the past. Number one, Google Plus. This never really took off. Google Plus bombed. So much so that I do believe it has now been cancelled completely. Number two, the Microsoft Windows Phone. Yes. Did you know that Microsoft had a phone launch in 2010? Look it up. But the fact of the matter is that I don't know anyone with a Windows or Microsoft Windows phone. So I'd say that phone bombed. And it bombed spectacularly, let me tell you. Number three. There was a movie... In 1995, called Water World. Now, that movie cost $300 million to make. But it only made $264 million worldwide. This movie bombed at the box office. They did not make money with this movie. So, in the business world if a product bombs, it's not successful. We often use this verb for sports as well. You know, if a sport team bombs, they do incredibly bad. So it was like in that World Cup when it was Brazil versus Germany. Brazil bombed. They lost by, what, seven goals, I think it is. And I'm very sorry if I have any Brazilian listeners for bringing that up. You're welcome, German listeners, if you're out there. Um, And here are some more expressions with the word bomb as a verb. Number one. If the product bombs, you are getting fired. Number two. I can't believe it bombed. I thought it was going to be a major success. Number three. Real Madrid bombed last night. They lost 5-0. to Number four. I knew the Windows phone would bomb. It was never going to compete with Apple. So there you go, folks. The verb to bomb. To fail spectacularly. To do terribly. To not have any success. Number three. Joanne is very bullish about the company's future. She thinks we'll eventually dominate the market. Number three's idiomatic expression is bullish. Bullish. B-U-L-L-I-S-H. This is an adjective. And if a person is bullish, they are aggressively confident and self-assertive. If a person is bullish, they know what they want and they know how to get it. It is definitely both negative and positive. It just depends on the situation. So a bullish person is someone who gives commands. Someone who demands the very best from everyone. Someone who really leads by example. They are assertive. Assertive. That's a beautiful adjective. Assertive means that you are like very self confident and strong willed and you know you're correct. They're not deterred by a problem. Rather, they'll figure out how to solve the problem. If you are bullish about something, you are hopeful or confident that it will be a success. You are optimistic about its future. If you're bullish, And you give your opinion, if you are bullish, you give your opinion in a powerful and confident way. So overall, bullish is confident, self-assertive, really wanting something to be successful, sometimes aggressive. Bullish is a go-getter, a person who knows what they want and how to get it. We spoke about Joan and how she is bullish. And she is bullish about the success of a company. She believes they are going to be the most successful company in the world. If you want to be a very successful leader, you definitely need to be a little bullish. Here are some more examples with the word bullish. Number one, Joan is really bullish. I like working under her because I learn a lot. Number two. The politician was a little too bullish during the campaign. They had to tone it down a bit. Number three. I feel I need to be more bullish at times. Number four. Oh, so you think the assertive man is a good leader, but the bullish woman is a bitch? Grow up. Number five, there's a fine line between being bullish and being a bully. Okay, the next one is number four. The manager is the one who calls the shots around here. The worker's opinions don't count. And of course, the expression in that one is to call the shots. So, this expression basically means that a person is in charge. It can definitely be negative and positive. I mean, if there's a good manager calling the shots, who listens to everyone, who is not a bully, then it's not a problem. However, if you have a person who never listens to anyone else calling the shots, it can lead to a lot of friction in the workplace. If the wrong people are calling the shots, it can be a disaster. Like during COVID-19. I think it would have been helpful to have more doctors calling the shots. And in some places that happened, and in some other places it didn't happen. When politicians call the shots, without consulting with experts, it can lead to tremendous difficulties. In a crisis... You want a person with a level head to be calling the shots, not someone who gets caught up in the moment or is too emotional. Sometimes, if the situation is personal, a person should not be calling the shots as they are too emotionally involved or connected to the to the situation. In a crisis, only one person should be calling the shots. If two people are calling the shots, it might lead to confusion. So there's many different ways to use this expression calling the shots and I'm just going to read a couple of example sentences number 1 john should not be calling the shots right now he is underqualified for this position number 2 have you ever been in a position where you were the one calling the shots Number three. You have one life. Make sure it's you who calls the shots and not someone else. Number four. Look, I think you should just let Janet call the shots for a while. She's a good leader. Just give her a chance. Number five. There has been widespread confusion about who is calling the shots in this government. Some sources say the Prime Minister is being overruled by other members of the party. Number 6 I will start calling the shots when you pay me a salary that is worth calling the shots. Number 7 The actor thought they were calling the shots. But then the director put her foot down and took control. She is calling the shots now. And number eight. So who's calling the shots for the next project? So overall, ladies and gentlemen, to call the shots just means to be in charge, to delegate positions, and to have all the responsibility, essentially. So, are you the kind of person who likes to call the shots? Do you enjoy that responsibility? Why or why not? Who calls the shots in your relationships? There's an interesting question that'll get you thinking. Okay, and the last one that we were looking at was about Mr. Jeff Bezos, space Karen. And um, here was the sentence. Even during the pandemic... Some of the big companies were able to make a killing. Did you know that Jeff Bezos made about $75 billion during the pandemic? Oh boy. Well, the expression in number five was to make a killing. When a person makes a killing, they make a fortune, they make a lot of money, they are filthy rich. My name's Ronan. I'm a teacher, and I do not make a killing. I would like to make a killing, but I feel I'd have to start over with a new career to be making a killing. So, what companies are making a killing these days? Amazon. They have made a killing during the pandemic. Zoom made a killing over the pandemic. They became so popular overnight. Did you know that I used to work in Norway? I lived and worked in Norway from September to about June one year. And I made a killing. It's a super expensive country to live in. But if you live there and you make a Norwegian salary, it's great. I made an absolute killing in Norway. Sadly, I was only like, what, 23, maybe 24 or something. So it didn't take long for me to blow through that money. I'm a little wiser now, but at the time I felt like a millionaire. I remember going to Prague right after working in Norway. Prague is in the Czech Republic, and it's a very cheap country. For example, in Prague, you can get a beer for, what, like one dollar or one euro? Whereas in Norway, a beer was 20 euro. So, when I lived in Norway, I made a killing, but everything was expensive. But then I moved to the Czech Republic with my Norwegian money, and yeah, I felt like a millionaire. Anyways, here are some examples with them make a killing. Number one, John made a killing in his last sale. He drives a Tesla now. Number two, I was meant to make a killing with this deal, but I blew it. Number three, if you want to make a killing, don't become a teacher. Number four, I had a chance to make a killing at my other job, but the hours were unreasonable. I make a lot less money now, but I'm also a lot happier. Number five, what should I study if I want to make a killing? Number six, did you see the ring he bought her? He must be making a killing. So, to make a killing, to make a lot of money. Okay, folks. So, they were our um, couple of English, our business English idiomatic expressions and words. Number one was to blow it. Number two, bomb. Number three, bullish. Number four, call the shots. Number five, to make a killing. Those were the key idiomatic expressions from this podcast. If you blow something, you fail. If something bombs, it fails spectacularly. If a person is bullish, they are assertive and very self-confident. To call the shots is to be in charge and to make decisions. And to make a killing is to make a lot of money. Okay, folks. So they were all the different keywords and expressions from this podcast. Now, at the very start of the podcast, I asked you five questions. We're just going to revise those questions real quick. Number one, have you ever blown an opportunity? What was it? Number two, can you think of a business or product that bombed in your country? Number three, what career is ideal for a bullish person? Number four, do you like the responsibility of calling the shots? And number five, how can I make a killing? Those were the questions at the start. Can you answer those now? Or has your answers or have your answers changed? Maybe when you were listening to the podcast, you came up with some new ideas. Anyways, this is the end of the Business English podcast. I want to thank you so much for listening. Please visit my website. But I would love to hear from you so if you have any thoughts or if you have any requests for different types of podcasts or anything like that please just go to my website and drop me a line and i'll i'll mention the website in just one moment in the conclusion but i would love to hear from you guys thanks a million for listening thanks a million for downloading the podcast and i hope you have a wonderful day see ya that ladies and gentlemen is a wrap again thank you so much for listening to this podcast if you have any comments any suggestions any requests or just want to say hello go to my website and drop me a line if you want transcripts and keyword lists go to my website www.littlesealenglish that's little l i t t l e seal s e a l english e n g l i s h dot com most of all folks please share this podcast please save this podcast please pass my podcast on to anyone you know who wants to learn english and much much more anyways that's it for now folks i'm out of here bye and thank you for listening